Right now, our lives are on our phones. And with our phones full of live-streamed exercise classes, midday work calls, and nightly family video calls, there's no room for fraud calls. Thankfully, AT&T makes customer security a priority, helping block those pesky calls. It's not complicated. AT&T Active Armor, 24-7 proactive network security and fraud call blocking to help stop threats at no extra charge. Compatible device slash service required. Visit att.com slash active armor for details. Toplessrobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 104 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Tyler. Some call me Brooks. And I'm a waste of space. (laughs) And uh, it has been uh, a nice short week uh, with uh, Labor Day and and, uh, everything on Monday. Uh, Though it didn't feel any different because I didn't do anything. (laughs) Time is a meaningless construct and we all live... in the same in the yellow submarine, yeah. <laughs> Time means nothing. Um, but uh, one thing that did happen this week was Ubisoft held their forward event, uh, which uh, at which they announced the return of the Scott Pilgrim video game. Oh, yeah, I still I still have one on my PS3. I play it every now and then because that got pulled I- from the shop in 2014 or 2010, even. Like it, it got no. It was 2014 because it came out in 2010. Uh, so they're uh, finally uh, putting it back out in the wild um, as a, uh, a complete edition of uh, the Scott Pilgrim video game, uh, which was a, a great beat 'em up. Soundtrack was done by Anamanaguchi. The uh, pixel art was done by Paul Robertson, who is an incredible pixel artist. Uh, and yeah, tons and tons of fun. So many yeah. little references in that game. Oh, I know. I was I was talking about about that with uh, with Danny the other day when we were at work. Um, how much of the like the old Konami beat em ups that, that they they kind of nod to among other things, but yeah. especially those like last stages. It's just like, hey, that's the stage in the turtles. Okay, all right. So, yeah, really solid beat em up. Um, I'm pretty sure that the uh, the the only DLC for that was. Um, knives and wallace and i think yes. maybe you unlock nega scott yeah uh, i know knives was one of the dlc i can uh, and i assume you're correct with wallace on uh, as the other dlc um but yeah i'm excited to get to play that again that fucking soundtrack was great um and the game was good why did they pull it from the shop in the first place like, i assume it's years? a licensing dispute or something like it's got to be something to do with licensing that yeah, seems like maybe maybe, maybe only presses uh, a, a contract with them expired and they went someplace else. Just seems like a fairly short shelf life for a game, only four years. I mean, it was awesome. It it, it was it was actually how I got into Scott Pilgrim was <laughs> the game because I uh, I think I saw something about it in a magazine. That's how old it is. Yeah, uh, even <laughs> uh, even the. Um, 
Wikipedia says, uh, on December 30th, 2014, Scott Pilgrim vs. World, the game, and its DLC were delisted from the Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network, possibly due to license expiring. Okay. So they never even released an official statement on why, huh? Doesn't look like it. Weird. Maybe they just assumed that people were done. But even the creator took to Twitter saying that he was crying about this. Like, in, in happiness and relief that, you know, the game is finally going to be back out. Oh, not like crying out of like, sadness. No. years ago. They took it off and he started crying. <laughs> I'm just imagining like yes, crying crying since December 30th, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, other news that came with their it was like a little 40 minute event thing that they they posted online. Um, they uh, announced a uh, Prince of Persia Sands of Time remaster. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw so, people so are about that. not happy about it because apparently the backgrounds look good, but the characters look like a joke. It yeah, looks, it looks Xbox, pretty shitty. It looks like an Xbox 360 game like like. Don't get me wrong. I loved Prince of Persia one and two w- way back in the day, and honestly, they were ugly games when they first came out too. So this makes sense. <laughs> I remember them being even even on a regular Xbox, and I, I had them for the Xbox. I remember them being super, just not nice looking. They were fun, but they weren't really great. Make yeah, no mistake, one- they are not Prince of Persia one and two. Yeah, I was yeah, getting ready to say. Nerd, that game series goes I way. Oh back. yeah, that game series goes back to like the mid eighties. You know what I? But that I mean, it, it makes it not Prince of Persia one. Yes, that's why yeah. I said you, Sands of Time. Actually, you know what I meant. <laughs> We're a nerd culture podcast, Tyler. Yeah, you know get it right. You know what? And this. Isn't this- an insult. Uh, this <laughs> podcast, sir. <laughs> Long story short, yeah, that remake is ugly as fuck. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It looks like thin. Uh, however, their new um, Greek god game uh, actually looks pretty neat. Um, they, I can't remember what the hell it's called, but it's uh, basically like Greek gods meet breath of the wild as far as gameplay is concerned and uh it looks pretty cool she didn't see this um i just assumed it was going to be like untitled goose game where your zeus is various animal forms you're looking to score (laughs) Uh, immortals phoenix rising and uh, Uh, it had a name change right did it i Thought I, I thought I saw something on YouTube that did. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Don't pay attention to me. Continue. It may Sorry. have. I remember when they announced it, uh, but I don't ever remember knowing or like. Rem- I don't remember the name ever. It does look cool. Yeah, it looks neat, and it's and it's like a kind of cartoony and stylized. That's interesting. I like yeah. that. Yeah, but and not like always- too cartoony. It's just bright. And yeah. vivid, uh, cartoony. World, I, I would I would use the term cartoony in the same um, 
way as I would use the word cartoony towards fable. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it, it did have a name change. It used to be called Gods and Monsters. Oh, that's right. Okay, monsters. sure. I yeah, think probably Actually, name because of the, some kind of conflict with the title of that movie. Fun, funnily enough, if you look up, uh, if you, it, it, Google still hasn't re-indexed the uh, <laughs> the uh, the uh, new URL. It's still godsandmonsters.ubisoft.com, but if you click on it, it's a real indirect redirects to Immortals: Phoenix Rising, which is huh. kind of funny. So they haven't even. Uh, it hasn't even. It's the paint's still uh, a little bit wet on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, they uh, did a partnership with a bunch of YouTubers and released some uh, uh, to allow them to play it and then release, you know, the video of them uh, playing it. Uh, so I watched uh, Aaron from Game Grumps uh, describe his playthrough, and uh, it looks like a good time. It looks like it'll be a lot of fun. So I'm hopeful for it. I wish I, I kind of miss the days when Ubisoft, whenever an Ubisoft game came out, it was always going to be really great. <laughs> I feel like it hasn't been that much lately. Yeah, so I'm always a little, a little. It's like, oh man, what's Splinter Cell game? Hell yeah! And then now it's like, oh man, another Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I got tired of Assassin's Creed real quick. They're they're definitely cool and uh, and interesting to look at. I know that the people that uh, folks that are really into it are like super into it. Yeah, uh, but I can kind of take it and leave it. And like it's every really. time they announce like a new era that they're going to tackle, I go, okay, that looks interesting. Like the uh, the one that takes place in uh, like London, I was like. Yeah, and Jack the Ripper is in it and shit like that. I'm, like, super into Jack the Ripper lore, and uh, I, I was like, there's so many cool things that they could do with this. And then I, you know, started playing it and went, this is fucking boring. I am not interested in this type of game at all, apparently. For me, my favorite part, my favorite parts of the Assassin's Creed games are the ones that try to not be Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> like, like, honestly... Uh, Black Flag. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I remember uh, uh, people uh, really enjoying Black Flag a lot because uh, you could like even have your own ship and shit like that. And uh, that I've not actually played. Yeah. I have not played that one, and I uh, should at we some point. Like authentic sea shanties. It's fantastic. And Matt Ryan voiced the main guy. The, the, oh, really? The, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to end up calling my the main guy Constantine then. <laughs> Yeah, like, he's Constantine. All right, yeah, it's Constantine. Um, and I have uh, played some of Odyssey, and uh, that feels uh, a lot more fun than uh, previous Assassin's Creeds. Uh, that it's played. more like an RPG. It feels more like a open world Greek mythology game, which is kind of what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like it's that all me. But yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much everything that uh, you know is interesting out of the U- Ubisoft Forward event. I think I uh, didn't even watch it. I just you know waited to see people react to it. Um, it's not a, a ton of shit that 
you know, like I'm I'm excited for the return of uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World because that was a legitimately good game. Um, yeah. Immortals uh, Phoenix Rising looks like it, it has promise. Uh, but honestly, I could take or leave Prince of Perna. Prince of Perna. Prince of Persia Sands of Time. Um, they showed off the predictable shit like Watch Dogs Legion, which I'm actually fairly excited for. Uh, that looks uh, like it'll be a lot of fun. I like the idea of being able to recruit anyone and just guy. having this team of hackers that you can switch through. And, and I've seen like old lady gameplay and it entertains the hell out of me. Yeah. As grandma walks up behind you with the 50 cal and puts a bullet in your head. <laughs> and then apparently, <laughs> apparently they're doing Far Cry VR as well. Uh, which is coming out uh, next year. Um, it is uh, uh, takes place uh, in on Far Cry 3's map. Um, so Far Cry from reality. That could be cool. Um, but yeah, so is it just gonna be like Far Cry 3 in VR then, or it doesn't look like it. It actually. Uh, so I'm on the website right now, and it says location based VR experience <clears throat> location-based vr experience transports up to eight players to far cry 3's rook islands so oh okay okay interesting wait loca- so what does location-based mean that i have no idea location-based oh this is not something that we can do at home what? Oh, do you have, do you have like a portable it's a, VR system? It's a, no, it's a VR space. Yeah. So, um, launching in 2021, Far Cry VR Dive into Insanity will be available at more than 45 venues across 22 countries and regions. Whoa. So it's going to be one of those like transform the entire space and go through and everything's actually tangible and, and stuff like that. Oh, okay. That could be cool. Okay. Yeah, interesting. You, you should kind of uh, a weird timing for that announcement. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, well, other well, countries. It did say across twenty-two countries and regions. <laughs> the I US... also assume this was in development before. Yeah, the probably. Pandemic hit. Yeah. <laughs> They probably they probably wanted to uh, release drop that little nugget a little while ago, but they're like, <laughs> maybe not the best time. <laughs> now things are looking a little better, but yeah, uh, experience that will uh, take players back to Far Cry 3's tropical Rook Islands, where they'll be reunited with maniacal villain Voss. Developed in partnership with Zero Latency VR, the experience will push players to work together to explore the islands, fight for their survival, and escape Voss and his henchmen. So I, that I sounds mean, like a good time. Yeah, it, bad, uh, I'd rather do that than an escape room. Too bad uh, yeah. Arizona doesn't have GameWorks anymore. I feel like that would have been a great place to have that set up. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how far exactly we would have to travel in order to um, uh, do this. Right? 
how shitty would that be if there's not one in i mean 22 different countries uh doesn't say where what states i'm assuming u.s will be one but <laughs> yeah, we're kind yeah of i mean if, it, if there isn't one in phoenix or another city close by i'm just never going to do it yeah that's the end much. of that yeah. <laughs> yeah i i i wouldn't i wouldn't drive some you know someplace out of town time to go drive to la to do far cry vr yeah <laughs> Of course, I mean, like, if you happen to, like, put together a group to go to L.A. for other reasons, and then, you know, while you're what there... What other reasons? I don't know, like, a <laughs> show <LA> or... sucks. <laughs> I love L.A. <laughs> I, can, I can smell the poison in the air. <laughs> I, I mean, can also we, see it. <laughs> well, back before it closed, I used to, I used to love going into Meltdown Comics. We we I mean we <laughs> we can we can see the see the see the fire and smoke here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys it's seen it like burning. Have you guys seen looked at the sun like during sunset? Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, it's like it the dying earth. It looks like uh, it, I know you're. This is a very me comparison, but it 100 percent looks like the sun in fucking Lion King when the sun's going. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's like all red and, and like, am I wrong? It's totally that. Uh, like, I just want to sing a wimba It's not a wimba it's not like a ooh dramatic sunrise. It's like oh god, another yeah, fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And have you guys seen the pictures like taken in like Oregon and shit like that? Like, looks like fucking red light. Looks like a stranger. Yeah, things. yeah. Post-word. They are in the upside down now. Yeah. The, uh, the one picture, one of the pictures I saw, it's like there's like a FedEx truck outside. Yeah, and the lights yeah. off inside. Like, it looks like it, I, I, I kept watching it, just expecting it to be like Stranger Things, like, <laughs> just pop up on the fucking truck. It looked exactly like a fucking Stranger Things promo. It's like, intense, man. It's fucking scary. And the fact, even scarier oh, that like, what was it? There were uh, a group of people uh, or a family or something went up to Oregon, I think. I can't remember mm-hmm. where to take pictures of of you know this shit and like document it, and uh, they were attacked by locals who thought that they were uh, antifa arsonists. <laughs> yeah, I heard that rumor got started somewhere, and then yeah, picking like- up. Some- wasn't like Portland PDs like telling people to stop, stop, uh, yeah, stop calling fake uh, calls in about Antifa arsonists starting fires. Like, I just want yeah. to point back to my original stupid joke about people unable to open the the John John the uh, this book is filled with spiders book because they yeah. might be a little bit too stupid. I'm just saying. <laughs> That this proves that this is a possibility. People are fucking dumb. Especially yeah. considering the subtitle to that book is "Dude, seriously, don't open it <laughs> or don't touch it." So, don't touch. So, it, don't was it a boy or a girl? Did we ever find that out? <laughs> oh, the memes! The memes! So many memes. A lot of tasteless memes. Yes. <laughs> considering the negative a few days ago. Yep. <laughs> mm. Yes. 
uh, there was a particular tasteless meme uh, showing the Twin Towers. It said gender reveal party. Yeah, I, I, I don't like making fun of that, but it did make me giggle a little bit that I was on Facebook that day and it, it like literally my screen my uh, my wall went back and forth between that meme and legitimate like poignant don't forget you never never all like from my grandparents and family members and i went back and forth like probably a good eight posts in a row and i'm just sitting there like, <laughs> something <laughs> so that bad. that you have to remember and everyone has to remember is that the way that humanity copes with tragedy is humor true very true. I have and to fine. be. I, I generally have to be very quiet about this, but I. There's been a lot of 9/11 memes that have made me laugh. And <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, just because you laugh at this stuff doesn't make you a bad human being or anything like that. Like. It's I agree, but depending on who you're talking to, they don't think it's ever okay to laugh at something. And generally I laugh at like everything bad that has ever happened because we live one big cosmic joke. Yeah. And so like that's another thing to to keep in mind, right? Is that um laughing is I would I would call laughing an involuntary response. You know, you you can you can try and stifle laughter, but if you find something funny, you find something funny. That that it's just automatic. And in fact, uh, just about every mammal laughs. And the purpose, the evolutionary purpose of that laughter, is to signify we're just playing. This is this is a joke. You know, this is not serious. You know, like it uh, when um, uh, apes are wrestling and stuff, and they're they're laughing. It's it's kind of a, a hey, look, I'm not trying to kill you. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, so, so I think that to judge someone based on what they're laughing at, you know, is in a way kind of fucked up, like. It's just kind of your body going, I recognize that that's a terrible tragedy. I also <laughs> recognize that, you know, these ironic things can come together, or, you know, like this can be displayed in, in, in and positioned in one way or another. And we still live on a hellscape. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel, especially because the first time it ever happened to me, I didn't even realize what I was watching was about to be like a 9-11 joke. Yeah. It was it was it, like, you know, the fucking to be continued memes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just literally a compilation of one. And like, it's just a picture of one of the towers and it's a video. And I'm like, I didn't really think about it. I'm like, all right, what's about to happen? And they pause it on the frame of the video, like right before the plane hits the tower and it just starts playing the to be continued music. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat in my chair. <laughs> For so long, there was like stunned silence, laughter, <laughs> shame, and then, more, and then more stunned silence. See, that's what separates a um, uh, well-adjusted or uh, uh, someone who feels empathy, a non-psychopath, uh, and uh, a truly bad person is shame is in there. You, you can you can laugh. Yeah, you absolutely. recognize that it's not a great thing to laugh about. <laughs> yeah. 
You know why you shouldn't be laughing. You recognize that. But you can't help yourself but laugh. Yep. Sometimes dark humor is, it tickles that funny bone different, you know? It hits it. <laughs> dark humor is dark humor for a reason. Remove that shame and you've got an incel. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Don't say that five-letter word on this show. <clears throat> yeah. It just makes yeah. it fun. Indeed. <laughs> Ooh, well. Back to video games. <laughs> <laughs> I was really anyway. Excited. I hope you're ready, gamers. Ugh. We're talking Ugh. about. It. <laughs> I was really excited for a game release, a game announcement this uh, week. Uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Yes. Oh, yeah. I couldn't I know, remember yeah. if that was announced this week. <laughs> yes, and that's like Monday. Yeah. Dang. Um, and that's gonna be really cool. Like, uh, I loved the first Hyrule Warriors. Me too. I, I thought it was a very for a for a, a Warriors clone, like a Dynasty Warriors clone. It was actually really in depth. It had a lot of fun stuff to it. And... I wouldn't call it a clone if it's made by Koei Tecmo. Like, it, it's it's made by the Dynasty Warriors team. It's not a clone. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, doesn't that... <laughs> and that that's how we connect uh, the Zelda universe to the Gundam universe, because the same people did Dynasty Warriors Gundam. Mm-hmm. But so, Hyrule Warriors... I mean, in the next game, Link better be in a fucking mech, or, mech, or, or I'm not playing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I really liked Hyrule Warriors. It, it felt like the story was actually pretty solid. The combat... Uh, like normally, one of the issues that I always have with the Warriors games is that the uh, characters don't feel differentiated enough from each yeah. other to really be that interesting. And I felt that there was some pretty solid different differentiation among the characters, several characters. And plus, I mean, it treated the. I mean, it's the one of the few Nintendo games that is not by Nintendo, and I think it was the first. Zelda one that was except for uh, um, except for uh, ages and seasons, uh, ages and seasons uh, that was a third party. So, um, yeah, I'm fucking excited well, I don't, for this one because it's going to be a prequel to CDI. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the CDI ones were not Nintendo. Um, it, it, like that's actually uh-huh. what it, those early games, those early partnerships are what made Nintendo partnerships shy, like made them more protective of their property. Um, yeah. The, the, they had success with like Hudson Soft and stuff, but then Phillips kind of fucked them up a bit. And I, I think there were some some uh, Mario games uh, that also kind of led that partnership to go down. Specifically, some uh, Mario PC games uh, that led them to kind of uh, retreat back from partnership ledge. Um, like, uh, where the fuck is Mario? And, well. Uh, Mario is Missing was uh, was actually a pretty popular game. Um, the what I'm talking about is Mario teaches math and yeah. uh, like those kinds of games that were Mario Go Fish. Yeah, like <laughs> Mario. <laughs> you know, Sonic Schoolhouse was better than Mario Math. Mario Beacon <laughs> teaches typing. <laughs> <laughs> You're just typing out. Yeah. Until you're done, so you can't turn it down. Wow. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, it, the um... Mom, why did a game make me type so long, Gabe Bowser? <laughs> <laughs> um, you heard that uh, they uh, the internet is in an uproar that they uh, got rid of uh, so long, Gabe Bowser yeah, in this. He just uh, says, says bye bye yeah. Bowser. Bye-bye. And the 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 um the. <laughs> The internet stuck to this narrative that he says so long gay Bowser has decided that the official canon reason is that since the original Mario 64 release, Bowser uh, actually came out as bi and not gay. (laughs) So when he's saying he's saying bye bye. He's just being uh, sensitive to pronouns. <laughs> yeah. Those are not pronouns. I know. Um, the <laughs> sensitive to labels? <laughs> uh, so the new Hyrule Warriors uh, takes place 100 years before Breath of the Wild. And it's mm-hmm. the way that we're going to get the story that leads up to Breath of the Wild. And I think that's great. Uh, it, from uh, the presentation that they gave, uh, they said that they've been working very closely with Nintendo in order to, you know, convey the the story uh, as Nintendo wants it. And I think that'll be really neat. It's going to be weird ending it with losing. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. But it'll be cool to be able, like, obviously, we're going to get to play as the legendary heroes, as the, yeah. you know, all of uh, uh, those characters and stuff. Uh, we'll probably even get to play as uh, Zelda. Oh, we definitely will. I mean, Zelda was in the first Hy- Hyrule Warriors as well. So. But yeah. it's Zelda from the Wand of Gamelon. <laughs> oh, can we get please get like link from uh the cartoon series <laughs> well excuse me princess oh my god with the amount that they used like we use like triggered sound bites in games like that right he'd just be like excuse 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 me princess like every fucking five seconds shut it off <laughs> it would just be me taking the cartridge and smashing it with a hammer. <laughs> By the way, I think you have just uh, uh, given us a new sound to add to the soundboard. Yes. Excuse me, princess. Princess. Oh, and then man. Dan smashing the into Zelda. <laughs> and me smashing your soundboard with my hammer. <laughs> oh man. The it it really it, you you revisit those old Captain N and uh, Legend of Zelda um uh cartoons and it's just shocking how far off they were on those characters. Bad. Mega high. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, Tylericus. It's, isn't it nice to be in a, in a world where uh, uh, movie adaptations or TV adaptations of video games don't automatically suck? <laughs> it is nice. It is nice. We got, we got Witcher. I know that's the book what series. Shut up. <laughs> And I can't see the sun anymore, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the cost. Every everything that has happened in 2020 is is the price for getting decent media. 
perfectly balanced as all things should be. Oh God. <laughs> um, so I thought that, uh, it would be cool, uh, to, uh, for the latter half of, uh, uh, this week's episode, uh, open up the phone lines so people can call in during the podcast proper. Um, I don't know if anyone will take advantage of that, but the phone number is on your screen there, 805-222-6287. It's the same number that we've always had. Um, I'm a robot today. You know, we need a number with, like, sex appeal. You know, it's... it's Six nine six nine six nine six nine I actually I don't want repeating six nines because of the connotations with that idiot rapper. Oh, uh, yeah. That's oh wait, no. I guess repeating ones. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just won't say the individual numbers. Yeah, we'll say 69. That's fine. Yeah. Nice. Because of the sex thing. Because of the sex thing. Yeah. Genitalia. 1-800-420-6969. For the topless robot podcast. That is the new... Uh, nationwide drug order channel. Like, you know how uh, there's HGTV and shit like that, like all that? There's going to be, like, if if weed gets legalized at a national level, there's going to have to be a, like, home and garden TV that is all pot-themed. That is oh only, like, it'll be like a cooking channel for making uh, edibles. It'll be oh a God. horticulture channel for cultivating your own uh, uh, pot. Like, it's just going to be a bunch of stoners doing it. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be amazing? No, I don't even want it to be MJTV. stoners. I want it to be the, the exact same kind of people that are on HGTV already. But like with pot, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> just the, the barefoot contestant does a bunch of bong rips. Like, all right, fuckers, today we're making cheesy gordita crunch wraps. <laughs> Deep so, fried in the air fryer. Let me just hit this gravity bong first. <laughs> so my neighbor Carol came by the other day, and she just had these delectable brownies. And before I knew it, I was seeing double. I just had to ask her what was in it, and she gave me the recipe and. Lo and behold, it's pot. <laughs> so I called the cops and sent that bitch to prison. <laughs> we got Emeril, Emeril making pot brownies. Bam! Like, hey, I'm throwing actual <laughs> pot into the air. Bam or whatever. Now we get some oregano. <laughs> yeah, I guess my over-the-top bam would be more like if he was on methamphetamines. Bam! <laughs> How do you know he wasn't already on that? That's, that's actually yeah, fair. I mean, yeah. That's fair. He, he was Chaos Emerald the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Chaos Emerald. But there are... Aren't there seven Chaos Emeralds? There are. There are seven Chaos Emeralds. They're all different genres of food. <laughs> Although... The gray one is more like napkins and uh, stemware. No, they're all the different flavors that you can taste. <laughs> you got There's sour the sour, yeah, the sour chaos emerald. There's the uh, 
Um, <laughs> the uh, sweet uh, KS Emerald, umami KS Emerald, <laughs> and then a bunch that like humanity hasn't discovered yet. <laughs> Those emeralds are just like uh, like the uh, when you haven't unlocked a character in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, just a <laughs> just a fucking black outline with a question mark over it. But they're all emeralds, so we already know what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I have a question for you, Tyler. Since you're a fucking Disney dork, uh, yeah. did, did you did you watch Mulan? I have not. I, I've only heard very bad things. I have heard many things. very bad things. Well, I mean, there's a lot of bad things that don't necessarily speak to the quality of the production. Exactly. I also heard I, the quality of the production sucks. Really? I heard, I heard that it's a fairly, it's, it's a, I've heard it's a pretty solidly entertaining movie for at least, uh, I mean, IGN gave it an A. Um, the only thing that I had heard that, because like with the original Mulan, she's not uh, like an expert at any, it, like she gets trained and and things like that. Yeah. And in this, she's more like just immediately the exceptional fighter. Yeah. But Mulan I mean, just got back from Vietnam to liberate China. <laughs> I didn't think it was supposed, it was never supposed to be a shot for shot remake of no, the of course not. Mulan Part Two. Eddie Murphy's not in it. <laughs> uh, but I think that um, that uh, whole training stuff uh, humanizes the character more, you know, instead of this instant expert kind of you know scenario. All right, just to Mary Sue this time around. Yeah. The thing, the thing that because like Mulan, obviously it's a it's a it's a myth or not a myth. I guess she was kind of a historical figure, but it's been mythologized mythologized throughout history. Kind of like Pocahontas and shit like that. Yeah, Guan Yu, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, she her being untrained is not necessarily a part of the original myth. Like she came out and 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 she kind of kicked ass in in war. uh, they added the whole the whole like training montage stuff so we could ha- hear Donny Osmond sing <laughs> <about laughs> "Dark Side of the Moon." <laughs> Be a man. I mean, since the mid two thousands, they must not have gotten everything right though, because uh, you know the Chinese seem to really fucking hate this movie. Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing I have definitely heard that China is like, "Why did you what?" <laughs> also, great. the actress playing Mulan came out in support of Hong Kong police. Of course. There's, there's definitely Mulan a lot of uh, noise surrounding <laughs> Mulan right yeah. now, for sure. Well, that's one of those. There's, there's a lot of celebrities in China that have done that. And I imagine, like, you, you might not be able to be a celebrity anymore if you speak out against the Hong Kong yeah. police. Yeah. Yeah, considering uh, the Chinese government, that, yeah. I mean, isn't Jackie Chan kind of pro-government, too? That Uh, is correct. Pretty sure Jet Li is as well. Yes. It's it's sad. It sucks. But, I mean, that's the political situation that they live in. It's not, unfortunately... It is one thing that we do do a lot better where you can talk out and not get blacklisted and it's into a camp. <laughs> yeah. You said do do. Like, I, I wonder about like the validity. 
I'm sure some of them actually do support the government, but like I said, I don't think we'd ever know if they didn't because they'd probably be afraid to speak out. Yeah, that's understandable. You don't want Winnie the Pooh knocking on your door. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, wait, no, that's wrong one. Oh, bother. Because no, Piglet. Piglet says, oh, did <laughs> Oh, bother. <laughs> um, this podcast is also banned in China. Protesters in Hong Kong. Oh, bother. <laughs> I've got a rumbly in my republic. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a rumbly in my republic. Um... Yeah, the uh, and I I don't get the whole pay thirty dollars now or wait until November to you know like just fucking wait. Why? Yeah, just wait. I I, I will yeah, say this: it's a Disney I, product. You know, people aren't going to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get you, Tyler. I wouldn't. I'm not going to buy, buy it, or I might just to give you guys a review next week. <laughs> And, and give us a, I actually thought about it this week on Wednesday. I was like, but I don't want to drop $30, but I might do it just to, just for the fuck of it. Um, just but, for the frick of it. Yeah. Just for the frick of it. But I will say I, I don't fault them for doing it. They know that people are going to pay for it and why not try to recoup some of the, is some of the money that they lost over the quarantine. Yeah, that's fair. They yeah, had a Talk about Disney losing money because they still have enough to rebuild several countries. If that is to. also very fair. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying I feel bad for Disney. <laughs> I'm just saying, why the fuck not? <laughs> people yeah, buy it. You're right. That does it. 100 fits Disney's mo. They're just like, oh shit, people will give us more money, more money, yeah. more. The folks will be even shinier. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> I can't remember. I think we were, we talked about it last week. Um, I uh, finally started watching um, Raised by Wolves. Isn't it good? It's super weird. interesting. Super, super interesting. Very weird. Super interesting. That first episode is a fucking train ride. Like you're, <laughs> you're just like, okay, this is cool. You know, it's bringing up some interesting thoughts about the you know, religion versus non-religion and all this. And then all of a sudden it just goes off the rails and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) I like that. Like there's not a ton of explanation necessarily. It's all given, uh, in due time as the story plays out. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's not like a, this is a futuristic society that was bet by war. Now humanity on the edge of extinction. You know, there's no like crawl or anything like that. It's just like, here are two apparently people calling each other mother and father. Okay. They might. <laughs> and then oh, it grows, grows organically. Up. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> uh, I significantly prefer that, that way of, of telling that story. And, and it's very, very interesting. Uh, I'm super curious where they're taking this. Uh, I hope they don't end up in a lost hole, you know, like where it's like, 
All right. Uh, what's the next weird shit that we can uh, throw up there? Le- okay. So here's some more weird. Oh shit. We're running out of weird shit, and we, and and we were so focused on weird shit to make happen that we forgot to come up with the the whole reason why we're here in the first place. Uh, <laughs> purgatory. <laughs> the reason is money, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see Ridley Scott wa- painting himself in that corner, too. That's 100% a Ridley Scott thing to yeah. do, I would say. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ridley Scott, we are getting a new uh, Alien film that is not taking place in the Prometheus universe, in the Prometheus timeline. Hooray! Finally! Hooray! Mm. I, I, I didn't like any of... any. Uh, I, I'm not really all that crazy about the Prometheus. Neither so am I. Too, uh, aside from too boring. Aside from some interesting... Uh, character designs. The the yeah. giant people like just look super interesting, and and it's kind of what I would expect from that series. But uh, super boring. Yeah, yeah. The, the, even the, the the like prototype xenomorphs were only like okay. They're just like deri- too little, too derivative. Yep. So yeah, I, I'm hopeful. Tentatively hopeful. <laughs> Hopefully, that's them going. We're fucking this. Bail out! Bail out! Let's try again. Let's start over anew. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Ridley Scott. I feel like he goes fifty fifty, either really good or it's not confusing that. and weird. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, raised by wolves is kind of riding that line oh, right yeah. now. We'll it happens. has yet to let the other shoe drop. It's it really we're not we're not too sure. Uh, they've definitely so definitely set up some very interesting uh, world building, um, mm-hmm. but it, it could totally fuck it up uh, in its first season very easily. It could completely oh, yeah. fuck this up. I have no idea. This is one of the few shows that in a long time where I literally have no fucking clue where we are going. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't predict it. I cannot predict it. Which can be good or bad. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, how, how gross is the show? Barely. Okay. It's the first episode anyways got a, a very... It's got some visceral, visceral imagery, I should say. I'll say it's, it doesn't l- thrive or live on that, though. Like it does. Okay. It's definitely got some moments where you're like, Ooh. yeah, but it's not no, all the time. No, I may have to check that out. I'm almost we're getting close to the end of, of our stock of Steven Universe, and then. <laughs> Uh, I started watching the Umbrella Academy. I just finished the first season yesterday. Ah. Uh, We're on the, we just finished the second episode of the second season and it is so fucking good. Yeah. Second season is absolutely kill. I I would say second season is more, uh, is better than the first season. Yeah. I I love the first season. So I love the second season better too. The fact that they were able to come out and, and, make it even more entertaining was insane because i yeah. yeah the first season was so good well i like that nobody's like that doing that whole figuring out their shit kind of deal at least as much you know like yeah. at least with um well i won't talk about it uh <laughs> but it's good um it's great. the uh 
Uh, Lovecraft Country continues to uh, entertain. It is incredibly good. Um, I have been watching that uh, habitually, uh, and it is outstanding. I'm giving it some time to breathe. Get me a couple episodes <laughs> down and uh, binge all of them. Oh, yes, um, I set my Lovecraft Country into decanter for the evening. Exactly. Gotta, also, gotta uh, let it develop its flavor. I actually started <laughs> watching Perry Mason, um, and oh. it is super good. The HBO Perry Mason. No. Yeah, that's the old. Uh, Damn no. it! <laughs> I like the original. It is <laughs> not. Um, I, you know, because uh, uh, Jasmine oh. even said she understands why uh, old people are not digging on this iteration of Perry Mason. It's graphic. It's so scary, Mason. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, like the uh, uh, it the whole series you know starts out with a dead baby so it's like yes it's an hbo series takes place in 1932 uh john lithgow is in it um uh and i have been uh very impressed by it so far uh the authenticity of the sets and and the setting and and things like that um and uh, it's just a very interesting uh, series so far. HBO is killing it. Since yeah, no kidding. Every the the rumors of their demise after Game of Thrones ending was uh, were inaccurate. <laughs> well, uh, Watchmen came out after Game of Thrones, and Watchmen yeah. was fucking killer. So um, did uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl came out right at, right after as well, which was uncomfortable oh wow great. that came out after uh game of thrones ended yeah it was like right the i think it was the last week of game of thrones that it came damn. out yeah i still chernobyl? have to watch chernobyl. Yeah, chernobyl oh yes you do and uh don't don't make that the last thing you watch before you go to bed no. <laughs> it is one of the most uncomfortable shows i've ever watched oh uh <laughs> jasmine and i finally threads. watched uh threads oh yeah what'd you think that's uh that's an interesting one uh, i could see how that caused such uh a uh, an outrage in uh the uk when it aired that's the bbc or? bbc made for tv movie that aired uh in the 80s uh that uh was dealing with uh a realistic look at um uh nuclear fallout okay that actually sounds kind of interesting. I'm going to watch that. It's, it's interesting because, like, there's a script. There are characters that we follow throughout. But they're also, like, putting up statistics and things like that that are, like, by this point, this is, you know, where we are. And it goes so far as to go a generation deep. And, uh, you know, like, um, it's, I, I, I'm not too worried about spoilers. It's, it came out in the 80s. Um, it, uh, um, goes into like something that I didn't even think about is, you know, this woman who we've been following through most of it, uh, was pregnant at the start and gives birth mm-hmm. during, and then that baby come, you know, comes out and then we're talking years later, baby's a teenager now. And uh, the way that 
language and teaching changes. So that generation that wasn't alive when the bomb went off uh, loses language structure because they were never properly taught it to begin with because everyone was focused on survival. And so it's, you know, just really interesting details that you wouldn't have otherwise thought about as being mm-hmm. a part of, of, you know, the aftermath of, of a nuclear blast that wipes out a majority of civilization. It's, okay, it's, it's, why it's, so, it's so good. It's great, too, because, like, about the time that I started getting bored in, in, in the movie is, like... Like I remember turning to my roommate at the time and being like, "Man, this is this is this is, this is kind of a dud, isn't it?" Then the bomb went off. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, and it's just like, oh man, just it, I could not turn away. Shit just I've gets worse and worse. Yeah. There is no happy ending. Yeah. There is. I'm going to definitely have to watch this. I I remember us talking about it a long time ago, but. I definitely need to see. Don't watch it before you go to bed. <laughs> I, watched, uh, I watched Class Action Park. Going oh on yeah, I started I watching that. Oh, man, that was okay. That was okay. It was. I, I actually, I actually preferred Defunct Land's uh, video on it because it's a little less about like the people and personal feelings about the park and more about the things that I wanted to know. But it was also neat getting to see the crazy personal shit going on behind the scenes too. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, <laughs> that whole park. I've heard about it before. I never really read too much in depth about it. Did you watch the I Johnny Knoxville did. movie, uh, the Wonder Park or whatever the fuck it was called? No. Action, Action Park. That's what it was. Or no, I, I haven't. Action Point. Oh, Action Point was the name of the thing, right? It was the name of the actual park, right? Or was that uh, the name action, of the movie? It's called Action Park. That's the name of the movie. Action Park is the name of the name of, uh, of the real life place in New Jersey. Because I thought they had to, if I remembered correctly, the movie was about that place, but had a different name for legal reasons or something like that. Yeah, it's 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 uh, still in real life owned by somebody. Yeah. So yeah, the movie is called Action Point. Yeah. I haven't. Okay. It's on Netflix. Okay. Oh. Oh. I can't believe that's a thing that existed. It kind of made me want to go. <laughs> People died. I know. Like part of me was like, man. Also, People died because they were left to do their own stupid things, and you would not risk doing anything at that park. Okay, the only things that I would not go on out of the ones that they were showing were the uh, the uh, the water, the wave pool, because. I almost drowned before, and I don't like that. Um, and then the uh, the uh, uh, whatever slide, uh, whatever that's called. Well, there were the a Alpine couple slide. of them. The the, the so the slide. Alpine slide, where you actually lose uh, uh, connection with the uh, slide because it's so steep. Uh, which is funny because those are safely made, and I've been on them. They're called drop slides, and they're amazing. Um, the uh it would like at uh, the indoor water park uh that my uh band sparklefuck played uh a few years ago um <laughs> they like you get in a tube and they literally drop the floor out from under you oh no that's not what i'm talking i'm talking about the one where you're on like the the pad and you're going down that concrete 
slide. There's no water. It's not the water. Oh, part that thing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The that thing where you're not on a pad. Slide. You're on a little wheel thing. It's basically yeah. like those uh, little uh, carts that uh, you'd have in gym class. Um, yes. The. Uh, do, do, have to like break and shit yeah. or you'll or you fly off and destroy your arms <laughs> the so you would get on the uh the loop the loop uh, uh yeah, water yeah, slide like, that has that a door at the top specifically for like collecting the teeth from people who fell at, who I smashed their face it. on the thing they wound up fix, fixing it didn't they i thought they said they fixed the teeth thing <laughs> No, no, they took the teeth out. Oh, I, yes. thought they, I thought they expanded. I, what I was hearing was they, they fixed it to an extent where it wasn't causing facial fractures anymore. <laughs> yes, uh, they did, but that didn't stop people from getting to the top and smacking themselves. At So gravity has to hold you on one side of the tube when you're going through that loop-the-loop. But by the time you get up here, you've, you've lost so much uh, of that energy Momentum. that you fall to the other side of the tube. I'll wear a fucking helmet and try it then. Uh, Seems like a badass thing. <laughs> or the the their unenclosed drop where people were losing connection with the slide when they as they were sliding down. That shit would be crazy. You know, I say I would love to go on it, but the moment that I had the opportunity, you guys know I would not actually yep. go on it. <laughs> this is why I, I am pressing X to doubt. I was, I, was, I was just waiting for you to tucker yourself out and realize that you were, <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> Man, that shit was insane. Like all, of, like the fact that that place existed is just. I mean, it was kind of the it, it, really though. It was kind of the embodiment of childcare in the eighties. Yeah, which is something that they definitely heavily talk about in the in the in that class. Okay, you go have fun. We'll you know, see you tonight. Leave at eight in the morning. Never come back. The <laughs> amount of times that like I've hurt myself. Uh, uh, as a child, like bloody hurt myself and uh, an authority figure or a parent was not around is every damn time. Uh, I don't think that kids uh, can say that anymore. You know, where it, a, a parent would have to be an earshot, you know, I, I, anytime that, that you injure yourself uh, nowadays. Um, and like, Fuck, dude. Uh, my best friend Josh uh, broke his arm. So I lived on a, a farmhouse uh, in Moni, Illinois. And um, there was a barn that had a whole bunch of hay um, uh, at the bottom. And so my buddy Josh and I climbed up to the loft and would jump off of the loft into the hay. And that's how he broke his arm. Oh, Jesus. You know, like just 80s shit. I'm getting itchy just hearing that sentence. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> that sounds like it would. That was back in the well. depression, you know, when uh, when President Hoover promised a uh, chicken in every pot and a car in every garage. We were like nine. It didn't matter. Right. <laughs> we went outside, slaughtered a pig, and used its bladder as a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was thinking old days, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, you know, nowadays, uh, you injure yourself and, and yell. 
a parent is within earshot. No, it's true. I actually had a weird parents nearby. We didn't. When I was a kid growing up, we actually had a like this weird little neighborhood where the it was kind of like that '80s idea, just like the parents are not All the really parents home, are, oh, or yeah. they're. Or and like we just ran out and we we just ran wild throughout the neighborhood all the time. Yeah, so like, like there was, but <laughs> like we we definitely had days where parents were home or like we were we would be far away. So it was kind of like a mixture. But we definitely had a little bit of that eighties fifties kind of slice of life kind of thing to our our growing up. Never really seeing our mom until like eight eight at night because we're out playing in the neighborhood all all day. Well the fifties one is mom's always home because mom doesn't have a job because women don't work. That's true. And uh every family on the neighborhood knows in the neighborhood knows every other family in the neighborhood and they get together and have potlucks. The 80s version of that is mom and dad are never home if there is a mom and dad in the home at all. Uh, mom and or dad are not home. Sometimes it's just a pair of legs. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't really understand what they're saying. Just wah, 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 wah. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Enough reminiscing about times in which uh, we were neglected children. You still see the sun? <laughs> you know, I am glad there isn't that expectation anymore for you to know all of your neighbors because I would probably hate them. Probably. Yeah, I'm. You know, we know one of our neighbors, um, and because he's a you know nice old man. Um, yeah, but for the most part, we don't like there. It's not like there are neighborhood activities you know, in, in our neighborhood or anything like that. And I don't know, we, we've got our own thing going on. I know the neighbors across the street have a party pretty much every weekend. It's about, about all I, all I got. I know nobody in my neighborhood. The only person that I've ever talked to walked into my house on new year's night. (laughs) (laughs) He's not one of the next door neighbors. We don't know where he came from. Still don't know who he is, where he is. Oh my God. Shut it down! So funny. So fucking funny. That was weird. And I was so fucking drunk. I had no idea what to do. That (laughs) was hilarious. Curmudgeonly old shit. Uh, New Year's Eve, the only thing you do is walk to people's houses and tell them to shut down. No partying on New Year's. I'm I'm alone and I'm going to die soon, so I'm going (laughs) to shut my depression in your face. I still keep an eye out. I'll go out and like walks on my neighborhood, and I'm, I'm looking out for that guy. I just want to know where he is because I know Tyler, he's not really club ready. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know yeah, for just show. Hey, hey, fuck you, old man. <laughs> he's gonna show him a good old a good old Clockwork Orange time on the town. <laughs> <laughs> oh but man. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we're, uh, getting pretty close to the end here. Um, and, uh, by that, I mean the world, um, <laughs> how does it feel to know that, uh, the, um, last, that new year's Eve party, uh, may be, uh, the last time we get to have a new year's Eve party like that. Maybe dreams really do come true. <laughs> Honestly, if that's the one we go out on, wasn't a bad one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. It was a good time. It was a 
pretty solid New Year's Eve party. Um, so uh, what games have you gentlemen been playing this week? A lot of Tetris. <laughs> A lot of Tetris. Leave it to Brooks. I, I, I played ball and got stressed out. <laughs> I got a, I got, a, I had a, a nice little streak of eight in a row on ball and cup. <laughs> yeah, well, I got three hundred hits in paddle ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're reminiscing here, so might as well. <laughs> Man, fuck you guys! I'm still hula hooping right now. <laughs> <laughs> hands down on fire the entire time <laughs> if i That's just pan the camera for. down i think you can hear the music <laughs> uh, what have you been playing dan for reals <laughs> Now that your computer no, is in one piece. I know, and I've barely used it since, since I fixed it. Instead, I've been getting drunk. <laughs> in a way, that's a game. I drank for 12 hours yesterday. <laughs> so it sounds like you're winning this game. Yeah. yeah. And Tyler <laughs> chastised me for calling you an alcoholic last week. <laughs> I chastised... Tyler, <laughs> for asserting that I wasn't an alcoholic. Well, he works hard for that. I wear this badge with honor. <laughs> Do you know how much work my liver has to put in? Do you know? Do take that away from me? I see you are uh, wearing uh, the jersey of the sports game that is the sports team that is playing today. Yeah, I like football. They won the game. Oh, they did they win? win the game. Yeah. yeah. Who are they uh, playing against? The Vikings. Oh, of course they won. Packers beat the Vikings. We, we're talking about football on the podcast. It's End so it weird. And it now. It's so weird. <laughs> Aside uh, from uh, uh, alcohol poisoning the game, um, has there been anything else uh, on your, your plate? Anything you're excited to get back to now that you've got your fucking computer working? Smite. I'm going to play more Final Fantasy. I already have played a little bit of Smite. The, like One of the days I tried to use my computer after I fixed it, my internet was so fucking bad, I couldn't play anything all day. <laughs> so I got mad, I shut my computer off, and I started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> As one does. Have you tried running Crisis on it yet? <laughs> On his alcohol? No. <laughs> I can run a crisis on my on my Jack Daniels bottle. Uh, Jack, no. Jack Daniels, no. Podcast yeah. over. No. <laughs> <laughs> on, that, on that note, however, on that on that topic, however, uh, you guys saw that uh, someone loaded Doom onto a pregnancy test, right? That was fucking hilarious. I mean, can it get any more ridiculous? I, <laughs> I think that that's got to be the gold standard right there, yeah, right? It's, I'm going like, to put Duo on my tombstone. The, the bar <laughs> has been lowered. Of computing, you absolutely have to run Doom on it. That's yep. just how it goes. Yep. It's the tombstone. You have found a tombstone. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. Brooks, what have you been playing? Tetris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't joking. <laughs> he was just, all right. Tyler? Please say Tetris. No, I'm waiting for him to say no, seriously, and pulls out a ball and cup. <laughs> So, um, I actually played a whole bunch of Dragon Ball Fighters. I've been really into it lately. So, <laughs> um, I feel like Dustin right now, but um, yeah, right. Dragon Ball I've been playing uh, I just It's a good game. And I also played more Tony Hawk, but a lot of fighters. A lot of fighters Tony Hawk is so good. It is so good. Timmy, Timmy Hawk. They, uh, they're going to put out Master Roshi as a fight, DLC fighter on Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm stoked on that. I can't wait. Really? It's about time. Yeah, it's about time. Oh, I you mean the new Crash Bandicoot that. game? Wait, no, no, <laughs> now, is it going to be Master Roshi or is it going to be Jackie Chun? To be Master Roshi, like, okay, cool. Like uh, Dragon Ball Super Master Roshi, where he all of a sudden can like turn himself into a super buff dude. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I suppose that's going to be fun. <laughs> He drinks his little steroid bottle and uh, beats the shit out of people, you know? <laughs> with a stick. You don't even like Dragon Ball Z, Brian. Get out of here with yeah, that. Go home. Go home, Brian. It's the go only home. way I can contribute. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ryan? What have you been playing? Uh, since I got... Uh, <laughs> since I got... Uh, Look, I oh, he's so stupid. Since I got uh, emulators uh, set up on my um, uh, NVIDIA Shields, uh, I've been kind of going back to some games that uh, I used to love that that I missed. Like, I started playing Golden Sun on uh, Game Boy Advance. Um, and Would you say that's just a game that you used to love? You don't even get the horns for that. That was garbage. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Tyler. You're, you're banished back to 2011 where you belong. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, kick him from the call. Kick him from the call. <laughs> uh, 2012 uh, is when that song came out. Um, Whatever. The, uh, um, but yeah, Golden Sun and uh, <laughs> fired up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 <laughs> just because. Wait, on the. Yeah, really? like the oh, original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. You have a remake. <laughs> it's like no, it just it it really helped me appreciate how well they have done that fucking remake. The remake is objectively better than the original. Oh, game. absolutely, in 100%. every possible way, and it's just it's it's cool to go back and and remind yourself that um, because it had been a while since I played those games anyway. But something that I didn't even really uh, realize is you get a lot more airtime in the original than you do in the remakes. A lot more airtime. It's yeah, like time slows down in 1080s all the time in yeah. the original. Yeah, time slows down when you leave a ramp uh, in in the originals, and it's just not that same way in these remakes. And I'm fine with it, uh, but it was just like a, it a small difference that uh, I didn't really realize or pick up right away because it had been so long since I revisited those originals. Um, started playing. Uh, uh, Legend of Zelda Ages and Seasons. Um, 
because those are always fun to go back to. Just, you know, going through the old library of of old games now that I've got these, you know, uh, uh, emulators set up. Uh, played Jet's, uh, Jet Grind Radio, sorry, the original oh. U.S. release of the Dreamcast version. Um, Jet Grinder? Jet, Grind. When it was Jet Grind Radio before it became uh, Jet Set Radio. Uh, or it was Jet Set Radio everywhere else except the United States. And then it, uh, it became Jet Set Radio in the United States on Xbox with Jet Set Radio Future. Um, but yeah, fucking great. Just good times with old games. I actually, I forgot to mention, I also picked up, <laughs> I picked up my 3DS for the first time in forever. And uh, actually, I really wanted to, I don't know why, I just really wanted to play Pokemon Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah! And it was like five dollars on the eShop on the 3DS, so I bought it, and I've been playing Pokemon Crystal and just reliving the old days. I love Pokemon Crystal. <laughs> do you put on? Do you put on YouTube compilations of people people arguing to simulate what it was like as a child with the Game Boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I have a, actually have a recording of my brother. It's my turn with the Game Boy. <laughs> And I just put it on a loop and and slowly descend into madness. <laughs> Do you get yourself like a, some soundscape on some noise canceling headphones that really make it sound like you are stuffed in a small space like a locker? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Well, at least I can ah, see the good my old game. days. <laughs> I actually <laughs> throw myself in a garbage bin and play in there. <laughs> I put books on like this on the table in front of me, and every once in a while, I'll just smack them onto the ground. Just, <laughs> just make them out of his room and slap the books out of my hands. <laughs> you know, guys, I, I think, uh, and and we sh- really should have seen the signs all along. Uh, but I, I think I think Dan is hurting, and uh, <laughs> I think uh, that we should all chip in. Maybe get him a nice bottle of Jack Daniels or something. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. No, 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 no. He, he's 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 got that special Boots Farm pain on him. <laughs> you know, it'd be great if all of a sudden Dan like disappeared and came back, and it's just like he had an ice, and Ryan had made this into a. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, when uh, we uh, 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 got him his uh, birthday present, we thought about hiding an ice in it. You really should have. See, but that's. That's the problem, is you have no way of monitoring whether or not yes. I've actually found it. Exactly. That, I see people only works when you catch them in the act. Yep. Yep. It would be really funny if we could, like, if we could, like, ship just a, like, a package with Ooh. an ice in it. Like that, it like the glitter bomb thing that Mark Rober made with all the active cameras. So, like, when yes. it opens, the cameras activate and stream back to a, a, another location. Yes. <laughs> then I would have to do it. I, I've already like talked to a couple people about how I'm going to be so paranoid whenever we start recording in person again. Because <laughs> I know. I know it's going to happen. I absolutely know. Look, we've got six 100%. months of icing to catch up on. <laughs> so much icing. I still, have oh, to, uh, I still have to release the video of Brooks discovering the ice in the donut box. Oh, that was so good. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Just hearing it was the best thing in the world. Yep. 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 
good times. Oh, on that note, thank you everyone for watching and or listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. So long, Gay Bowser. Right now, our lives are on our phones. And with our phones full of live-streamed exercise classes, midday work calls, and nightly family video calls, there's no room for fraud calls. Thankfully, AT&T makes customer security a priority, helping block those pesky calls. It's not complicated. AT&T Active Armor, 24-7 proactive network security and fraud call blocking to help stop threats at no extra charge. Compatible device slash service required. Visit att.com slash active armor for details.